0: and welcome to another episode of the Dumb and Dumbest Podcast, hosted on the amazing GhostCultMag.com. It's a music industry podcast where everything is terrible and the house is on fire. I'm Matt Bacon, here with my beautiful co-host,
1: who still doesn't have a microphone,
0: Curtis Dewar. <laughs> so, Curtis, <laughs> what are we talking about today?
1: How to aggravate Matt 101. No, we're we're talking about Beefs, how to how to get uh, beef going on Twitter and uh, on other social media, and why it's effective.
0: Now, and what was the inspiration for this,
1: Curtis? Okay, our favorite, our two favorite people in the world. Well, one of our favorite people in the world, uh, Justin Bieber, who is apparently a neighbor of mine, and he lives in, apparently owns a house in Cambridge. For those I want to people.
0: point out that when Curtis says some like Curtis also had a whole bit where he was talking about oh Dead Mouse Five is my neighbor. Well, no,
1: he's not really. He's like half an hour away.
0: Yeah, okay. I want to point out that like most of the population of Canada lives around where Curtis lives, so they're not really neighbors. They're just part of the same metroplex.
1: Matt just found that out the other day that most that's that, like forty percent of Canada is all in this one area.
0: But, oh no, no, but no, but like, like I don't say that like Louis C.K. is my neighbor.
1: No, but but. Justin, like, literally owns a house, like, 10 minutes away. Like, okay, okay, that,
0: that's fair, that's fair. That,
1: that's actually legit. This, the dead mouse isn't legit. Justin's actually legit owns a house here. Okay. Um, whether he lives there or not is a different question. I don't know. Anyway. Now, Justin, our favorite Canadian, Justin Bieber, our favorite Canadian, who uh, is the author of many prolific hits since he was, like, the age of Matt Bacon, 14 years old, uh, tweeted out randomly – the other night on sunday at like 8 26 p.m i think it was for tom cruise to fight him totally random totally unprovoked as far as we know and the funniest thing is that tom cruise is like at over twice justin's age and everybody and their dog thought tom would kick Justin's ass I don't think there was a single person that actually legitimately thought Justin Bieber would win the fight because Tom Cruise does all of his fucking crazy action stunts and shit all on his own and he trains like a maniac right so which is funny so but the point of this whole thing is the tweet went fucking viral and both Tom Cruise and Justin Bieber uh, trended for like two or three days straight on Twitter and what's even funnier is Justin to his credit After getting mercilessly made fun of for threatening Tom Cruise to a fight, then posted a fan-made video uh, that someone made of Tom Cruise kicking his ass. Like, it was his face superimposed on the boxing scene in Far and Away, where Tom Cruise goes up and he beats the crap out of of some guy. And Justin shared the fucking tweet, and then that went fucking viral to top it off. So... (laughs) These two guys <laughs> both got talked about. Now, I want to point out one thing. Justin is currently promoting a new single, I found out. Got released, like, in the last week or two. It's not a bad single, you know. But he, he, he basically pulled the Kanye West, talked shit about someone, randomly, got his name out in the fucking news. Now, I also want to point out that Tom is, prob- is probably getting ready to promote Top Gun 2. So my my suspicion is that Justin is somehow involved in Top Gun 2 and that he's probably got a uh, a music credit or something coming out with this and it's all going to be revealed later. But for now, the lesson is if you do something goofy like that and you – oh, my cat's, my cat's now biting me. Uh, if you do something goofy like that, you will get talked about. People will talk about you and it will bring you attention, even if it's negative attention. And if you get the negative attention, do what Justin did and just poke fun at yourself. Like, he might have been drunk. I don't, I, I don't think he drinks because I know he's like a born-again Christian, but you know what I mean? Yeah, it, but, but,
0: like, but like look at it this way. Like, I on a more scalable level, okay, yeah. I did a post – because Curtis and I do this between the two of us all the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I did a post the other day where I said, who's the sidekick? Yep. Matt is a sidekick. Curtis is the sidekick. Yep. I thought that was hilarious. Like, it was just me being a dipshit right? Yeah. Like like me making a dumb joke about my
1: associate. Um, not, not good enough to be called friend, obviously.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but, no, but see, but that's fucking playing into it, right? Is yeah. that I'm recording exactly. this podcast, and I'm referring to Curtis as my associate, even though I've talked to Curtis basically every day since I was, like, 19 years old. Pretty much. <laughs> um, you know, so, like, this is this is sort of what I'm trying, what we're trying to get at here and where the beef thing pays off. You know, I was trying to, I was trying to explain this to, um, to JJ from the obelisk. I was like, it would be really funny if you and I had beef because we're like two noted guys in stoner rock, you know, Even
1: better as if JJ and Billy got, that would be hilarious. Cause they're like doing the same thing. Exactly, or JJ and Aaron, but JJ and, and Billy would be even more closely linked because they're both. Especially
0: because both those guys are like super, super, super chill.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Like, like I don't know many people more chilled out than Billy Goat. Um, but yeah, it would be like, and you know, and he didn't want to do it or whatever. But the but the point is, like, if you do do that. People, people get it. Like people, you know. It's it's like when you see two girls fighting at the Waffle House and someone yells "World Star." Exactly. Not that that's something that's happened to me because I don't hang out in Waffle Houses, but. Um...
1: Now, before you go on, I want to point out something. You got to use tact with this, and you can't like yeah. be. A, you you got you got. There's like a way of doing this, and there's a way of not doing it. Like Justin Bieber, uh, obviously, is a famous person he he uh tweeted that tom cruise was twice his age and like notably is known for being like an action star that does his own stunts and doing dangerous things i'm pretty sure that he kind of knew when he was doing it that it was like the most ridiculous thing and i i i'm fairly certain that he just did it for a laugh and then all of a sudden all these people started taking it seriously and making fun of him and he's like I don't mind I got a new fucking single out I'm gonna fucking trend right I might as well just milk this for all all it's worth and Tom's also known as being extremely nice so it's like can you imagine Tom Tom Cruise actually you know accepting a fight with a kid half of his age that he knows he's gonna beat the shit out of no (laughs) you know it was like this perfect setup right so you got, you kind of got to do it in the proper way. So like, if you're going to do it, like Sean from Gates in the morning uh, this, today made a comment when I, when I was doing one of my uh, posts where I'm making fun of bacon as uh, for my daily sprinkle, I was talking about, you know, uh, challenge people to fights and I'm pretending that Matt's cha- challenging, uh, you know, Gene Simmons and Fenris to fights on Twitter. So Sean got the right idea and he's like, I'm going to challenge Kim Kardashian to a chess match just as a joke right so something like that obviously you'd want to do it on a smaller scale right but you know what i mean don't like just go to uh for example i don't know uh Vince Neilstein who you don't know and just be like i'm going to kick Vince Neilstein's ass yeah right Vince may or may not Vince would probably take it as a joke he like if he doesn't know you he's not going to know if you're fucking joking or not right
0: yeah cuz there's there's a whole controversy around that website so it's kind of yeah. hard to Sort of a separate ball game.
1: Yeah, but I'm, I'm just waiting for someone listening to this to go tweet to Vince Nielsen or, or uh, Axel Rosenberg and be like, hey, fight me in the fucking ring, you pussy, right? And then that's going to like blow up in your face because Nails basically has already done that and they were serious. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so there's a right and wrong way of doing this. So it's got to be like someone that you know or it's got to be like such a, it's got to be such a fucking joke type thing. Like I tweeted at Kirk Hammett the other day that, Matt was going to kick his ass, like was going to ch- challenge him to a fight in the UFC ring. And I mean, like that's so fucking ridiculous. that even if Kirk Hammett saw the tweet, what's he going to fucking do? He doesn't know who Matt Bacon is. And he's going to just, just look at it as a fucking joke. The stoner rock guy would challenge him to a fight. Right.
0: Yeah. But everyone would get to see my dark throne tattoo. <laughs> what would
1: you do if Kirk Hammett actually accepted <laughs>
0: I would fight him. I, I'd be like, okay, like let's do this. Like, like, I, but like the thing is, like, I would have so much fun in the build-up making black album jokes.
1: Apparently, he actually knows karate though. I
0: know. I I i that. I actually had. I will not lie. Yeah. I had a moment of like, oh fuck, what if he does see it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know he knew karate. I thought he was like. The, I thought he was like the wimpiest looking member of Metallica. That's why I tweeted at him.
0: He is the wimpiest looking member of Metallica. I mean, yes. L- Lars Ulrich is probably the wimpiest looking member of Metallica. but
1: True, but Lars looks like he's going to keel over and die at some any day now. So that's why I didn't tweet at him. Sure. Fight fight him, Lars Ulrich. That's going to be the new tweet. Fight, fight Matt Bacon, Lars Ulrich. Anyway, point being.
0: And, and the thing is, like, so don't be a dick. But like simultaneously figure out who's on your level. And then yeah. just you know, like, and if they're your friend or something, like you know, or it even worked for that band, um, band from Indianapolis, I want to, or they're from the Midwest. Uh, Disembowel, disembowelment, maybe. Uh, I've never
1: heard that. And, and
0: and they and they tried and they were like, we need to have internet beef with someone. They, now they have internet beef with Ghoul, who's like a band who's an order of magnitude larger than them. You know, with like War- Twitter is an incredibly story. powerful tool.
1: I agree workers tried it with sacred reich and it didn't work because sacred reich never looks their like twitter sure so it depends you got to like figure out like you said like a band like if you're going to do that like you got to figure out your battles right is all i'm saying with that right so um there's certain people that i know that listen to this podcast they're going to listen to this and turn it the wrong way so i want to just have a disclaimer that neither me or matt take any responsibility for your actions beyond this point <laughs> thank you curtis you're welcome but simultaneously there's a couple people i can just see fucking this up right now yeah
0: like don't like you don't want to make anyone feel actually
1: threatened yeah so like i'm gonna go to your house and murder you please don't say something like that yeah
0: that doesn't that doesn't play
1: yeah if you do something like okay so here's a perfect example so if you're gonna do this Like if you're going to do something ridiculous, do do something like Sean said this morning about challenging Kim Kim Kardashian, but preferably somebody smaller than that, to a chess match. Uh, You know, I'm smarter than you. Something like that that's that's non-threatening. You know, your black metal band, so if you were Sean Myers, you might go something like, if Fenris was on Twitter, Fenris, I challenge you to a black metal dance-off, or something stupid like that, right? You might want to do. But you know, you wouldn't be like, hey, Fenris, I'm going to come to your house and stab you if you don't fight me, right? Yeah. So I just want to differentiate that because it seems like a lot of times a lot of people can't really differentiate between how to joke in a threatening manner or threaten in a joking manner versus threatening in a joking manner. You know what I mean? (laughs) So... (laughs) you know anyways Matt, what Matt, we're trying
0: to say is don't casually threaten people please yeah
1: don't don't <laughs> casually threaten people like if you're going to do this you got to use tact. you got to know what you're doing um and i just want to make sure that no one's taking this the wrong and, way and
0: like and like here's the thing too is like it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be like a physical thing it can it can literally if you just did a whole bunch of content about how you hate wind hand
1: mm-hmm.
0: like that would work you know, and you were just like, yeah, I'm going to be the guy who just rips on windhand
1: Well, with windhand, it might not because you're going to get a bunch of people calling you sexist.
0: Sure. Okay. I, I mean, they were just kind of the first band that came to mind because their record was sitting next to me.
1: Yeah. If you're a girl, you could probably you could probably do that. But if you're a guy... Or, 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 or like
0: would, Paul Bearer. Like if you just ripped on Paul, Paul Bear all day. Yeah. You know,
1: and, and it works
0: better if it's a, it works better if it's a band... Um, uh, people don't expect you to hate on. Like, it's easy to be like... But, I mean, even if it was like, uh, a band you expected, pe- people expected you to hate on. If you did, like, truly dedicated... My buddy, um, Zach, actually, Zach Pinto, actually did this at one point. Mm-hmm. He was, like, truly devout in his hatred of Nickelback. <laughs> like, he had a blog about hating Nickelback. That's hilarious. But it worked. It, it helped grow his brand. You know well, what I, I want mean? to point out, you know what I would even
1: do, is that if you were going to... Um, try to start beef with a member with Nickelback I would go after one of their members specifically maybe and probably not Chad Kroger but someone who's act- one of them that's active on social media I don't know which one that would be or if there is anyone like that but one of the members who are active on social media and start beef with them yeah I would yeah. do the same yeah i just i just don't know if that exists but if that if that is a thing that's just
0: like a pro tip in general if you're trying to get in touch with a band don't try to get in touch with the bands page get in touch with i when i was like interviewing bands when i was younger uh, i would always get in touch with the bassist
1: yeah because nobody for some yeah unless they're the bassist is the main songwriter like nikki six nobody generally contacts the bassist
0: it's true it's true. So so I so that's how I would open the door, right? Is I'd be like, I want to interview Ensiferum and I'm fifteen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, the bass player of Ensiferum probably doesn't have anyone trying to interview him.
1: Probably.
0: So I bet I could go do that. Yeah. You know, I bet the- he'll think I'm really cool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this sounds so horrible, but it's fucking true. <laughs> It does. I mean, what do you want from me? Like, I know it sounds bad, but it's actually true. If you're going to try, if you're trying to get in touch with someone, try to get in touch with the person who's most likely not getting an influx of messages. It's true, 100% true. They can't always help you, but they would probably be able to be a good conduit to get you to the right person,
0: exactly. And that's kind of what it's about, is like how do I find the best conduit to the right person? How do I find the best next step, whatever that next step might be or look like or turn into?
1: Yeah. So what has this all got to do with our next challenge, Matt?
0: Good question,
1: Coach Curtis. <laughs> I can tell you what it's got. You What's can this? plan these types of beefs into your campaigns, and we're going to be talking about planning on the next challenge. So you could actually plan a Twitter feud, or you could plan a, um, what do you want to call it, a uh, hate campaign. Well, not a hate campaign, that's the wrong word. A beef campaign as part of your regular PR or tour campaign. Like a good example would be like if you decided that just for some, to see if you could get some publicity, you could maybe uh, start a fake beef with one of your touring bands that you tour with. So if you're like, uh, for example, War Curse and you're touring with Exodus, you know, they might want to start a fake beef. Cause rappers do this all the time. Like, let's be honest. Like how many feuds do you really think the rappers really get into? Like, yeah, like, like motherfuckers are busy. Yeah, like honestly, do you really think Kanye and fucking Drake are fight really fighting? They probably just their publicists met up one day and they're like, "Hey, uh we want to get we want to get some uh action going here. Get some eyeballs on Kanye and Drake. What do we do? Oh, uh let's say Kanye like threatens Drake, says Drake fucking tried to kill him." Oh, that's a good idea, right? And then the next day it's like then they're talked about for the next week. You know, and then the next week after that, Drake's like fucking, you know, someone's talking about Drake. Uh, I don't know texting someone else and you know how offensive he was and then it's like like you know what i mean it's like it's made up 99 percent of this shit is made up these guys are too busy like you know drake's fucking sitting there at a nba game and then he's probably going to the studio right after and staying up all night recording something you know what i mean yeah <laughs> that's probably really what he does he probably is not sitting around fucking thinking of ways to fucking fight kanye or little wayne or someone like that right so you know it's, yeah. it's made up so you just you could like put this into your campaign, and a lot of the, these guys do these beef campaigns in order just to get talked about, and that's really what it's all about. Is- and,
0: and just this isn't something Curtis and I are really into. Yeah. Um. But uh, like it's a lot of it is like pro wrestling.
1: It is. That's one hundred percent right. It is. It like really, if you watch. If you took a look at some of the pro wrestling stuff, like the the beef stuff that they do, that's a perfect example, and it's really scripted, like. But it it works, right? And a lot of, and then it's for a while there, you can't really tell if it's real, you can't tell if it's fake, but people start talking. That's a really good example of. That.
0: You know, and again, like, pro wrestling isn't really my thing. I don't get the impression it's especially Curtis's. Um,
1: you don't get it especially Curtis. What?
0: I don't get the impression it's especially your thing either.
1: No, it's not. Not at all.
0: Um, but that's just one way to kind of think about it. Is like, that's how these guys, you know, Donald Trump, same thing. Like, he just starts fights with people because it gets him attention.
1: Yeah. And I'll bet you, and in, in like, then he goes and meets him. And he's like smiling and he's fucking shaking. There. Hey, man, how's it going? Love your stuff. And people are like, what the fuck? It's like, dude, was a fucking pro wrestler for a little bit. Like, that's, that's how he operates.
0: Yeah. It's as simple as that.
1: Yeah, It's publicity. That's how all entertainers operate. It's just like they do something to start beef as a feud just as fake and they all know it's fake and then uh, then when they actually you know, they, it's not for real. Like if Matt today, if he was smart he should do the Kirk Hammett challenge for real and we could do the press release on it like I keep saying um, or if he did something like if he decided to start beef, beef with Trevor from Black Dahlia. Sure with trevor, trevor i could absolutely
0: do that oh yeah. but actually i might i might do that actually like i literally just did a favor for his buddy last night and i kind of want to do this now Is be like
1: yeah. he would be perfect You could be like you know me and trevor are gonna fucking you know arm wrestle for i i uh i i challenge trevor to an arm wrestling match next time he's in brooklyn because he fucking didn't do something for one of my prophecy bands or something you know like if you did it for something dealing with prophecy it would probably be even better just because of the fact that it could get a prophecy band ban some publicity at the same time
0: yeah exactly And Trevor
1: it would- didn't review the new Nacmistium. I know you love Nac Mystium release and now I challenge him to an arm wrestle in Brooklyn at the pizzeria Okay, so,
0: so this is not a joke. I have really weak forearms, which is part of why I have the back issues that we always talk about. And, like, when I was in high school, I'd always lose, like, arm wrestling to, like, all the girls in my grade, and I'd always be super embarrassed.
1: <laughs> Matt's backing out of the arm wrestling already as we speak.
0: I would like have a cage match with him. Like, like that's the new thing in Brooklyn is they have, um, they have they they have like no cage death matches. <laughs> like they're doing it at this necro fest my buddy's running. And you can't,
1: you can't do a fucking wrestling with with Trevor.
0: Why not? Why couldn't I wrestle Trevor?
1: He's bigger than you. Number one. Number two. Yeah, uh, but I,
0: I'm lithe, like a like a like a leopard.
1: Number two, you got a bad back.
0: I don't have a bad back. I just have a back that is frequently in pain. But my back like doesn't go out.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: I don't know. You're do a, I you're feel like do a
1: cage match with Trevor. From
0: I, Black I, not a cage match. A no cage death match.
1: Sorry, I know. <laughs> Why don't you do something like, like I said, just do like the arm wrestle or do something like a thumb war or something like that.
0: <laughs> I do a thumb war. I'm, I'm a fucking baller at thumb wars.
1: Okay, so here's the plan. We're gonna do a Trevor, Trevor from Black Dahlia thumb war challenge because he did cover anyway, some prophecy band the that, point being the thing
0: we need to go live in a minute here so i just want to go say
1: live in 10 because i got to get some food but anyways yes
0: okay we're about to go live but point being we do have this planning challenge coming up it is going to be super high value to your band um you know just figuring out how to plot stuff out we'll give you some like very specific timelines for things it's going to be cool so it's gonna cost 40 bucks 40 bucks 75 for the higher tier Uh, This has been Dumb and Dumbest. You, my friend, have been listening.
1: Are we done yet? Not quite. Are we done yet?